Hello. Hey, Mom. I sent you the recording of my interview with Tyler. Yeah. What would you say folks are going to get out of this episode? Well, I, I thought it was interesting how he converted a career in being a real estate agent to going into this online project. It's yeah. a big switch. This project is now a company, and then it was acquired by a much larger company. Yeah, he's doing really well. Mm, excellent. Good for him. What's the name of this company? Uh, it's called Sky Slope. Sky Slope. Yes. Uh, I mean, you're going to just cut all this out, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I'm Andy Raskin, and this is The Bigger Narrative. In each episode, I talk with leaders about their strategic story, a story that's larger than their companies and their products, a story about change in their customers' world, a story that's powering success not only in sales, marketing, and fundraising, but also product development, recruiting, everything. And my guest for this episode is Tyler Smith, CEO of Skyslope. 250,000 real estate agents and brokers use Skyslope's SaaS platform to manage the buying and selling of properties. What was really interesting about our work together was that Tyler called me after his company was acquired. It was bought in 2017 by Fidelity National Financial, which is the biggest title processor in the United States. That's because he sees a huge opportunity to leverage Fidelity's reach to help agents stay connected to their clients beyond the transaction. And he wanted to rally his team as well as his new owners around that vision. As Tyler told me when I visited him at Skyslope's Sacramento headquarters, real estate agents usually make an effort to stay in touch with clients after a sale, but... Within 30 days, within six months, within a year, they kind of move on, right? So you mean like the, they, they're hanging around for the transaction, they get their commission, yep. uh, they might send you some flowers, yeah. but then a year or so later, they're kind of gone. Yeah, or they might even, like real examples, they might say, I bought you a home warranty for a year. Uh, okay, great. Or, hey, I'm going to give you, you know, a, a box of cleaning supplies for your move-in. Or, hey, you can use my moving truck. And, and by the way, I, full disclosure, I was a former realtor. I got in when I was 20. I was in the business for 10 years, so I get you this. You know all I, these tricks. Right? I, not only do I know them, I, I, I personally did them right and so what we thought um was there's this whole post-close experience that is really missed it's this full circle experience that that never ends and by the way everyone's trying to do this it's, it's a crazy market right now who like who i mean every real estate broker just trying to do this whether they're building their own huge portos zillows the redfins etc you know what a lot of our work is about talking about the shift yeah. what is that big shift which, yeah. which you've landed on around this shift to the never-ending full circle experience yeah. long-term trust yeah and you would tell me about these things and I didn't know that much about the real estate market. And it's almost like in real time, as you're telling me about it, I'm starting to see n notifications on my phone about stories of huge investments in companies and buyouts of companies that, that are all driven by exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's, everyone's trying to do it because it, it's valuable. If this bond stays connected forever, you'll have a client for life. And so what we think is there's this whole post-close service from, Changing your address, and, and you just went through this, Andy, right? I don't know, a year ago when you, when you, when you, when you moved, is changing your address, changing internet and cable, 
utilities, your voters registration, right? We're coming up on voting season, right? We are in voting season, I should say. And a lot of these things are, are a pain. Changing over your driver's license, it's a freaking pain. You have an HOA, you're like, where do I send my bills? What happens? Where's this going? And then you get into things that are not immediate, landscapers. Yeah, and you have all these different vendors and you're kind of like the system integrator between all of them. Yeah, you'll do over uh, 63 services from when you actually purchase a home within nine months. Just to set up what Tyler says next, Tyler's team built out an online portal for Fidelity so buyers and sellers can e-sign their closing documents. And he decided to use the portal to test the kinds of post-close services he's talking about. Ultimately, the portal would be branded and offered through agents. We're all about testing really quick here at Skyslope. So I said, let's throw a test out there. Let's ask and say, hey, consumer, do you want us to remind you five days prior to close of escrow about a couple different things? One, changing your address and how to do that. Two, internet and cable. Three, water, sewer, garbage, you know, utilities. Four, voters registration and driver's license. We start out with 13 zip codes and right away, 80 plus percent of people, yes, remind me five days. So now we send it to them five days. Open rate, 87%. This is very impressive email open rate, but over 46% of them, almost half of them, actually transacted. They changed their address. They did utilities. They did the voter's registration, driver's license. They did, um, you know, internet and cable. They did these things. And so this story about connecting the circle to stay with the buyer forever yeah. uh, is a story that it sounds like you're, you're still building, you're, you're still trying to make that come true. Yeah. In what aspects of your leadership have you found it useful? So uh, first and foremost, uh, just going through the process of, you know, you've got a fantastic way of running meetings and that's a whole nother podcast, trust me. And we, we, and we should talk about that and you guys should say, what's this how you run meetings thing Tyler talks about? Tyler's, Tyler has been trying to get me to uh, do seminars on, on how to run meetings. He's great at storytelling and helping you pitch your story and, and helping you craft your story. And that is a 10. But but the meeting portion is like a 25 plus. Like it's it's through the roof. I'm going to have petition. We're going to get a petition going. I mean, it's it's so it's, it's up to Tyler. I would not be the narrative strategy guy. I would be the meeting guy. Hey, I think you can bottle that up in any case. Um, so first off, it, it, it was great because we got the leadership team together when we went through this. But what it did was that it got buy-in with the leadership team, which was really important, right? As a, as a CEO leading a company, I need my leaders to be bought in on my vision. I need them to understand it. But most importantly, it needs to be clear. And what I found was uh, it wasn't as clear as I thought. And so first off, that was the initial value, right? That was a 10. But um, introducing it to the organization, our company, we got everyone together and I did the story. Uh, and I went through it. And I didn't expect everyone right away to go 100%, but they're like, wow, that's super, this is where we're going. And, and really, we opened up our entire market. You have to think, for 10 years, we've been from contract to close, transaction manager, from contract to close, from contract to close. And now I'm telling, hey, this works, and we're going to keep killing it, and we're going to keep crushing it, we're going to keep growing it. But here's this whole new world, and we've expanded our TAM, our, our total addressable market, and we've expanded our reach, and now we can actually help deliver on this vision, because without this whole back end of this closing circle, guess what? 
We can't. And so it helped with the whole organization and just continue to repeat it. We're starting to use those words. Hey, we thought about our OKRs, like how's this, you know, deliver a great service long-term to the, the consumer. I'm watching them use these words. Our employees, our team members, our leaders, they can tell this story really great as well. And so it's been successful from day one. And we've been working together for some time now. And it's been really interesting to see the narrative evolve as you've done these tests and kind yeah. of proved out kind of your initial thinking. What, what about other CEOs who are thinking about getting clear on the narrative? Any advice you'd give them? Yeah. On, on how to approach it, things that you've kind of learned or wish you knew ahead of time? Yeah, based on my experience, so one, we're uh, roughly around 200-ish employees now. Um, and I wish that we would have done this a lot earlier. I, I think as we're growing now, it's just harder. Communication becomes a problem. I have so much respect for, for these CEOs who have you know, 30,000 employees. I mean, 200 seems crazy to, to, to try to communicate, but I wish we would have started this early. That would be my number one thing. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I sometimes work with CEOs of much larger companies, you know, public companies, tens of thousands of employees, and they're first, and they're just getting to this. Yeah. I think it's a tribute to you that you saw it early as something that could be valuable for you. Yeah. What I saw was think about rowing crew, right? And, you know, I thought about I'm the only rower and I'm rowing, right? And then you hire some people and now you're, you're not the rower, you're the lead rower. And you're going pull, you know, because you don't have a coxman yet, you're, you're pull. And then you're the coxman, right? And you're yelling pull. And then you become the coach on the sideline, hoping that everyone is rowing properly and you were clear on your instructions and you, and then, <laughs> it's a weird, and you're like, the uncle is not getting invited to the, to the meet, right? You're maybe watching on TV or, and I use that analogy because what I realized through self-reflection was I can be more clear. You helped guide me to a story that not only I was excited about and that was real, but that was clear. And right away, just through the meeting, if the story never even got to anyone other than just the meeting with my executive team, it would have been well worth the Andy experience, in my opinion. Thank you for saying that. And, you know, as I told you, a lot of my motivation for doing this podcast is just to go back to people I've worked with. We have continued to, to work together, but to just hear about how this story impacts the organization over time. Uh, so to hear that uh, from you is, is really gratifying for me, too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. My favorite takeaway from Tyler is that your strategic narrative isn't only about selling to customers. It's also about gaining buy-in for ideas as a leader. When we first started working together, this whole post-closed consumer portal thing was just a glimmer in Tyler's eye. It's amazing to see him use the story to drive support for it and make it come true. The Bigger Narrative is produced and edited by me, Andy Raskin, with music by Stephen Emerson and podcast cover art by Angela May Chen. Carla Borelli inspired the show by telling me I should do it over coffee. Thanks to Tyler Smith and everyone at Skyslope. Special thanks also to Emily Raskin, Victoria Zenoff, Dave Peterson, Bernie Cohen, Robert Stark, Andrew Mason, and Carol Wasserman. And remember, the company story is the company strategy.